0: Well, hello and welcome inside the Inside Source here at Abilene Christian University, right across the hall from ACU TV at the KACU podcast station. I'm Joseph Choppa alongside Jalen Garrett, Coy Oslin, Connor Mullins, and on the phone we have our ACU TV director, Hutton Harris. And today we're going to be breaking down the greatest weekend of NFL playoffs in history. I mean, this was an outstanding weekend. First, I just want to ask your guys' thoughts on it. What'd you guys think of just this entire weekend? And then we'll dive in was, to the matchups. It was beautiful.
1: Um, the fact that each single game ended by a single possession and went down to the wire, I think it just proved how exciting the NFL is becoming and how each and how like up and coming teams are really competing. And this is a this is probably one of my favorite playoffs in very recent memory. Uh,
2: no Josh Allen, no football. I'll <laughs> see y'all when Nebraska plays Northwestern in the fall. Go no Colts. It's the Go first pro season
3: round with four games featuring a game-winning score in the final play, which is pretty wild. Brady and Rogers are not going to be in the championship game. I mean, that's kind of refreshing to hear if you're an NFL it's fan. First hot. time in 12 years. Yeah. And Saturday was the first in NFL history with multiple game-winning field goals. So, I mean, it's just all around a great weekend for the divisional round. I mean, you can't ask for much more as an NFL fan.
0: Hutton, what would you think of this weekend,
4: guys? is sport's not the best drama. Is that's true? Is sports yeah. Not mm-hmm. the best? Yeah. It, it really is, and not to mention that there are so many there are so many uh, factors that go into each combination of uh, outcome that were just so exciting. In other words, you could have had Jimmy G versus Brady. You could have had you know uh, Josh Allen versus uh, Joe Burrow, so many different combinations. And bottom line is is that the NFL knows exactly what the American public wants, and that's entertainment.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, the greatest weekend in NFL history. We're about to break that down. So we're going to start with uh, going in order. We're going to start with the Bengals and the Titans, and then we'll talk about Rodgers versus the Niners, or Packers versus the Niners. We'll take a break. Then we'll dive into yesterday's games, which is the Rams and Tampa Bay, or Tampa Bay. And then uh, the game that, I mean, that was the greatest game of quarterback play. I think the QBR was at least like 124. That was the highest in in NFL history. Just insane. But let's go ahead and start with the Bengals and the Titans. Bengals win in a tight one, like you said, Jalen, over a field goal. Ryan Tannehill, if you're a Bengals fan... You have to thank him. You have to thank him. Three (laughs) interceptions. But Joe Burrow survived nine sacks, and they still won the game. Connor, we're going to start with you. What did you think about that game?
3: It's the Evan McPherson show. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) drafted in the fifth round last year, only kicker taken in the draft. Gets like four field goals, 54-yarder, wins the game. Brandon Allen (laughs) said before the game, when McPherson was doing warm-up swings, he looked at or Burrow sorry Burrow looked at Brandon Allen the yeah. backup quarterback yeah. and said well it looks like we're going to the FC championship game So I mean he knew even before the game that they were gonna go to the championship I mean Tannehill got his first pass of the first half picked off first half or first pass of the second half Picked off and then the last pass of the game picked off. So I mean <laughs> If you do that, you're not gonna win. That's not winning football and the Bengals I mean they were 0 7 in the road playoff games in franchise history and they get their first ever road playoff win just big time for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase is the first rookie to a multiple hundred yard reception or receiving yard playoff games. Just and fantastic season for the Bengals. I mean, they have a chance to go to the Super Bowl now, which is unheard of for the Bengals for the past like decade. Yeah, so, I mean, it's crazy.
0: And going back to that to the last interception of Ryan Tannehill. You know, of course, they're trying to get yardage, but they were playing a little bit conservatively, and we saw why because Ryan Tannehill threw in traffic. I believe there was like three, at least three defenders right there off the underneath route, playing that that soft coverage. But man, I mean, Coy, what do you think? Uh,
2: the SEC champion. Uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Bengals and Titans. No, I'm just kidding. Um, golly, you know, I I just Ryan Tannehill. It's Tears. Just, that's just not the right option, I think, for that team. And I get like he did find Bring back season. Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, not exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh but it's it's just one of those deals where that team just that that just it still doesn't sit right with me that he's the quarterback of that team. And you think about the fact that they might have been able to have gotten Matthew Stafford last year mm-hmm. or a guy like that that was on the market. It just it pains it's gotta pain those fans. I mean, this team's great their window's closing fast. Yeah. And that game showed it, but other than that, I mean, I, I don't really have any comments that Connor didn't say, so. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, yeah, you're totally right. That Ryan Tannehill is the, he he's one of the headlines now after the, that loss, and it's like, okay, you got one of the best players in the world, Derrick Henry, which, again, he wasn't healthy uh, for most of the season, but you got a great defense, you got a great coach, you got some pieces on offense surrounded by Derrick Henry. You're going to look to Ryan Tannehill, maybe make some moves. I don't know, but But Jalen. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was
2: just going to say that's nothing on Ryan Tannehill, though. That's just saying this team has the ability to be great and maybe be one of the best Titans teams ever. But Ryan Tannehill's limiting that.
1: Yeah. A friend of mine said Deshaun Washington should go to Tennessee, but that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. <laughs>
3: Who's your source on this? Last week it was the Eagles, this yeah. week it's the Titans. I mean, it's another
1: friend of mine. I have uh, friends who have crazy <laughs> opinions. I don't know how I associate with them. Um, three interceptions doesn't cut it in a playoff game, especially when you're at the very last play. It just doesn't cut it. And I, I don't know why I had faith and Ryan Tannehill. (laughs) It was kind of the same thing with Matthew Stafford. It really just all depended on them. It's like either they were going to play really, really good or they were going to play really, really bad. And Joe Burrow didn't have the greatest game either. And so, which is expected in your second year in the playoffs. but
3: 350 yards.
1: Exactly. And credit to Jamar Chase, 109 yards, five receptions. Also, Tyler Higgins, 96 yards, seven receptions as well. And this Bengals team is tough. I should have I shouldn't have digressed when I was talking about the Bengals. I should have stayed on the train and I'm still gonna be on that train going into this AFC championship, but that was just a really great game to watch. It was very competitive and that's why I wanted to see. And it was that was a great game. Also, AJ Brown went off he did. as well. He, did. he came in clutch to 142 yards receiving it seemed like the wide receivers in this division around just went dumb yeah Yeah. like they really just throughout throughout this whole playoffs they were just been dropping yards after yards and touchdowns
3: and random dudes too not just exactly exactly
1: random dudes too and so but yeah Ryan Tannehill three interceptions doesn't cut in the playoffs I'm excited for the Bengals it's this is great to see it's really great to see the Bengals be able to be in this position to were, really go to the super bowl yeah. and so it's exciting
0: and now to the man who won his parlay with derrick henry <laughs> being the first to score <laughs> in the game hutton what do you think about that game
4: i did have some bets that hit during that game <laughs> um I, I will say this um i thought the Bengals were the better team i don't think that's saying much um i kind of think that this game was clearly the exact type of game that we all thought, or I thought it would be an ugly game. The Bengals are the Cinderella now of yes. you know the playoffs. Um, but at the same time, the Titans, they did not deserve the one seed. It was be- really because of those Bengals beating the Chiefs three 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 and a half weeks ago that the, the Titans were gifted that one seed. And so really the bottom line for me is that um, this was a heck of a game it was very titans or very uh predictable that somehow the Bengals would come away with a win simply because i don't think many people believed in the titans this year as a one seed and so when that ball went up in the air it was tipped and was intercepted in fourth quarter um, i wasn't too surprised i mean i was excited but wasn't too surprised and so um, like you guys said derrick Uh, He wasn't Derrick Henry and we we talked about that last week, you know, you miss nine games You're gonna come off need some to shake off the rust a little bit Um, Ultimately though the Bengals are exciting and and I'm excited to watch them in the AFC championship
0: Yeah, I mean that was just a, a game and it's good that it started off because again the Tennessee Titans It seems like year after year after year they got again one of the best players in the world in Derrick Henry they got a great defense. I think they're the second best rushing defense this, well, now that their season's over this past season. They've got some weapons like A.J. Brown, Julio Jones kind of finding his groove again. If he can reach his prime again, we'll be having a totally different conversation. But it just seems like they're missing something. And I think Coy really hit it on the nail was Ryan Tannehill. He's not a terrible quarterback. He's a good quarterback. But it's just when you have a team like that, you need someone, kind of like what the Rams did getting Matthew Stafford. You need someone to come in and elevate because they got the coach. Mike Vrabel, phenomenal job. Interesting play calls, though, on the goal lines. But that's neither here nor there. They got the pieces, and for the Bengals, I mean, man, I mean, this is a totally different era. I mean, I know Jalen says this a lot. It, it's it's the Burrow Chase era, and yeah. it's going to be fun to see them against the Chiefs. And now to the second game of Saturday night, and this was a game <sighs> that I know, I know, I know, we're gonna go. <laughs> excited, and and Koi, before before I hand it off to you, man. So again, the Niners, they, it, you, it's, who would have thought that the Niners would have been in this position? Who would have thought, right? And they would have beaten. The probably the MVP of the league, or John Wick. John Wick. That <laughs> even if even if he's not the MVP of the league, still one of the best players on the planet. You march into the frozen tundra. Jimmy G's never played a game in under forty degrees. I mean, it's Jimmy G, and the Niners shouldn't even be the, in terms of prediction standpoints because they start off three and five or three and six. But, Coy, what do you think about that game? I it's mean,
2: so nice to think about how wonderfully you stated that to make it sound like George Kittle is amazing. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, this was the worst game I have ever watched of playoff football. Both quarterbacks uh, played like they wanted to go home, and I don't blame them. If I had to live in Wisconsin, I would want to go home too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> however, I just... Uh, I, I have no real comments. I got the numbers right here. Jimmy G, uh, 11 for 1931 yards, one interception. Goat. They still won. Aaron Rodgers, 20 for 29, 225 yards, no touchdown. Trash. Which, I mean, like, I guess we're saying that because it's Aaron Rodgers yeah. that that's trash, but it's still just, like, 13 to 10 in the playoffs at Lambeau. Like, I mean, at least the ending was exciting, but trying to keep me around for... I mean, if you want to use English terms, rising conflict to resolution, I really, I couldn't have been less interested, respectfully. (laughs) Respectfully.
1: Jalen, what would you think? Yeah, this game was just very boring to watch. I didn't expect it to be this low scoring. I did say in our last episode that I wanted 49ers to, I think they were going to really come at Aaron. And they did. That defense is tough. It is. Against this uh, Green Bay offense. And let's also, Aaron Jones is probably one of the most versatile players in the league. Man, had, Man didn't really have that many rushing yards, but he had nine receptions for 129 yeah. yards. Like, he, that's tough. And he's definitely one of the best versatile backs in the league, along with guys like McCaffrey and Zeke, who know how to do both. They can be a receiver and run the ball. Yep. Devontae Adams, nine receptions, 90 yards. And I, and I stated this earlier in really previous episodes, too. What is it with Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs? It's like he does great in the regular season, crazy stats, MVP, right? But then when he gets to the playoffs, he folds. And this has been like a reoccurring thing. I'm not gonna bring up the Cowboys because uh, yeah. they're the past. It's a new week, yeah. It's a new week. It's a new week. I just don't get it. In it, and I was watching um, his press conference, and he and he made a comment where he said that he doesn't want to rebuild with Green Bay. So at this point, it's either he goes somewhere else or he retires. Yeah, And I honestly wouldn't be upset if he were, were to retire. I don't wanna see him retire. I don't, but I wouldn't be upset at it. And so it's gonna be interesting to see what Aaron Rodgers does this off season. I know he has a lot he's gonna be thinking about, but- Cleveland. It, <laughs> that would be atrocious. I just think it's, because I really wanted to see Aaron at least get to the Super Bowl before yeah. his last season in Green Bay. Yep. And once again no he, he couldn't he, <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't come through. I don't know what it is. I just don't know. Hutton, what'd you think?
4: So I I'm going to take the opposite um approach here and I'm you know I I enjoyed this game just from, a, I would say, someone who uh, grew up watching the 49ers in the playoffs um, against the Cowboys, you know, winning a Super Bowl. I'm a child of the 80s and so really a kid of the 90s. And so I, I, I have kind of an affinity for the 49ers in the playoffs. The Packers have obviously been there the last, you know, two decades. But I'm sorry. Just get Aaron Rodgers out of here. I mean, how many times do I have to hear that you're the, you're the best gift. You're you're the physically best gifted quarterback in the NFL and you have one ring. So, I mean, again, I hate to, I I hate to, to throw it in Joseph's uh, face a little bit here, but he reminds me of the Cowboys. I wasn't going to say it. (laughs) everybody Everybody is all over him all the time. And I'm sitting here thinking, I think that Tom Brady and, it, and definitely, I mean, it's looking like, you know, Mahomes is is going to surpass both. Of the, basically, give me a break. Get out of here. Just get out of here. Get out of here. Um, if you can't beat the 49ers at home in the snow, what, what are we talking about here? And they drove down the ball the very first drive and looked like a number one seed. After that, it was just kind of a calamity of errors. You know, I mean, they, they really couldn't. Finish drives, and then maybe you guys will get into this later. But I mean, the special teams, and they, they talked about this all over the broadcast. But it's not often that a broadcast highlights certain certain um, impact players, if you will, and those come through. And that's all that the Forty ers did. They had no offense, and so the blocked punt, um, some special teams errors, just from the kicking perspective. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't impressive, and I mean, I'm with Coy. It was not an impressive game. It was an entertaining game. Um, I think the 49ers absolutely deserve to win the game, and the Packers deserve to lose the game. So um, I'll leave it at that. I, I, have, I have very little respect for Aaron Rodgers over the last decade because, yes, he may be the most physically gifted quarterback we have, but it is all about rings.
0: Thanks. Connor. So Aaron Rodgers is thirty-eight.
3: He has the most losses out of any starting quarterback versus a single opponent since nineteen fifties, 0-4 against the Niners now. I mean he just I don't know. I don't know what it is with Aaron Rodgers. He just can't win in the playoffs. I mean Big Ben's thirty-nine, he's retiring. Tom Brady is forty-four, but he's different. I don't know if he's going to retire. I think he's going to look for a ring, another ring somewhere else. I mean, before this season, he was rumored to go to the Broncos, and the Broncos have that great defense. And I think if he comes into Denver, it might change things a little bit. They might be a playoff team, but, I mean, he, we can speculate all you want. Yeah. We have no idea what's going on in Green Bay right it's now. Exactly. Well, it's
2: one of those deals where it's like if you want to talk rumors about Aaron Rodgers going anywhere and teams being bold about pursuing him, there's a playoff team in Florida that's about to maybe <laughs> lose their quarterback. Mm. And it's just, I mean, you could really put him anywhere. That's that's the issue. Yeah. Is it's like, you know, you're going to hear <laughs> Stephen A. Smith talking in two weeks about how Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is going to be the yeah. quarterback of New York Giants, which is not going to happen. But no. you could put him anywhere, but it's, it's just, I think it's better if he just retires. Yeah, I just don't know where he gets a ring.
3: I mean, and on Saturday, Jones and Adams really did all the work on offense. Yeah. I mean, they got 97% of the Packers receiving yards, the highest ever for a playoff team. <laughs> in a divisional game. I mean, he they're, they're very one-dimensional, it seems like, on offense. It's either Devontae Adams or Dye. And back when they won that Super Bowl, they had, like, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. They had all those stars yeah. on the offensive end that helped them with that firepower to get to where they were at the end. I mean, they just didn't have those two or three receivers to really boost them to the Super Bowl. I just don't know where Ernard just goes. I do not I don't know what he does from here. There was so much speculation last offseason with where he was going to go. Oh, he's leaving Green Bay. Oh, he's going to Denver. Oh, he's going to retire? Like, yeah. I, I don't know what he's going to do. We'll yeah. see. It's going to be really interesting to see this one play out, but Clay it, Mat- it's a scary situation
2: in Green Bay right Clay now. Clay Matthews wins Aaron Rodgers, loses, God is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And yeah. I
0: think that's that's an interesting point, Connor, because the you know watching the game, it just seems like Aaron Rodgers – kind of gotten to the mentality of it's me and my boy Devontae and no one else. There yeah. were several mm-hmm. times, and Aaron Rodgers is very good at just making... It, it's it's like, uh, you know, the acronym, KISS IT, KEEP IT SIMPLE, and then, you know... Yeah. The, <laughs> but yeah. it's like he's so good at keeping it simple, making the simple throws, third and 11, third and sevens, but he would just... It wasn't there. It didn't look like Aaron Rodgers. And again, that is probably the number one storyline just because of his legacy. But let's not ignore the 49ers, guys. I mean, the special teams... The fact that the special teams won them this game, got yeah. points on the board, shifted the momentum. I mean, coming out of the heading into halftime, that blocked field goal. That 49ers, they are so good on all three phases of the football. And again, it's so crazy to think that they're here. Jimmy G, he, he really is the the factor. Yeah, and
1: I'll just make an extra comment about the 49ers. Jimmy G can't have another performance like this. Yeah. He's going to really have to... Yeah.
3: Trey Lance, no I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he gonna have to Joseph, I'm F- sorry, but FCS. he's gonna have to
1: play like how he did against Cowboys. He's gonna, oh, th- he's gonna man. have to really oh, come th- he's gonna have to really come through against this Rams team and, and also on the Green Bay, Devontae Adams is also a free agent. So if Aaron True. leaves, True. he's gone. Yeah. He's definitely this gone. This
0: season was the last dance. And it really was. And it was kind of the last choke, too right? yeah. at the same time. <laughs> I wanna really cut
2: was. to one thing. Yo, if Trey Lance has to play in a playoff game, God bless FCS football. (laughs) I would be so hyped.
0: (laughs) It will be fun. I mean, the Niners, again, we can, you know, Aaron Rodgers, again, just did not show up. And it's a shame because he is one of the best players on the planet. And to to go out in this fashion was just not good. But give the 49ers our flowers, and we can't wait to talk about that against the Rams. That will be an awesome game. But before we go into break, just want to remind again, we're about to dive in to the Rams versus the Bucks. Almost. The two best games. The two best yes. games right there, Connor. Not I far. mean, another that would have been a 27-3 to comeback. Again, we'll break that down in detail. And then the Bills and the Chiefs, the game that kept us up all night. We just finished talking about the Bengals and the Titans and Aaron Rodgers blowing it against the Niners. We'll talk about the next two games here right after the break. All right. The second half of the Inside Source Divisional Round show And we're going to be talking about the Sunday's games. And we're like what Connor said, it was the best games out of the weekend. Rams versus the Bucks. We're going to start with that at, I mean, man, I, I, you know, heading into this game, you go in with your gut and it says, okay, you cannot doubt Tom Brady, but he was playing with backups of backups on the O-line. Didn't really have his elite receiving core. The defense was also banged up. Jalen, we're going to start with you take us into that crazy game because it was almost another all-time comeback by the goat himself
1: yeah uh to start with the bucks brady threw 54 times so he was throwing the ball a lot and the way he really let that comeback i got scared watching that game i was like mm, i don't know it was good yeah was good. and let's also give credit to mike evans too definitely i think he's one of the most underrated wide receivers i agree in the league. Mm-hmm. He's in my top 10, but I also think he just always falls under that radar of Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill and guys like that. And he had 119 yards, eight receptions, and a touchdown. It was great to see Brady lead that comeback, but at the same time, I think it also showed that he's human.
4: Mm-hmm. I
1: think we all think that Brady is superhuman and it's. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen because I also read a report that he said he's taking his future day by day, so anything's possible. He might stay. He might be like seven rings is enough, but Not who knows? Get 10. Hey, Not he get 10. he really might go for ten. Who knows? And so, this was a great game, a great comeback by the Bucks, and now let's talk about my, my man Stafford. Bro. Yes, yes, he has been killing it this playoffs yes. and I think he's really proving doubters wrong that he is a great quarterback 28 to 38 366 yards two touchdowns tough tough Cooper Cup had two clutch plays <laughs> yeah, at the end of that fourth quarter in
0: that cover two seam man I mean
1: that those were just uh, two great clutch yeah. plays yep. with those guys Cooper Cup nine receptions 183 yards and a touchdown this Rams team is tough they are. I think they are really proving that, hey, we can compete and that we are the best team in the NFC right now. And Sean McVay is out of this world. He's a
0: mad scientist.
1: Very mad scientist. Amen. This was a great game. Um I was just on the edge the entire time. So I was like, I don't know if Brady's going to score. Know. I don't know what's going to happen. And then Stafford just leads that come back and within two plays i said they only need two plays to get in the field goal position and they did and this is a great game couple
2: of notes when i looked at the score and i saw they were down by 14 i was like yeah no patrick that man tommy b he's gonna be right back (laughs) in there and he was close enough but god bless tom brady if he retires i don't want him to i just started liking the guy I love him to death. He's, he's a character. Yes. Um, Matthew Stafford is the greatest quarterback that never got given a good chance, mm. in my opinion. Mm. Mm. And that, that hurts me. And we're getting to see him do this, but he's at this age where it's, it's almost, and I hate to do this because they're high school buddies, but it's almost like watching Clayton Kershaw, where it's like, oh, now he finally has these pieces, but they're... It's just too late to have, you know, what could have been for him. Could he have been like Tom Brady? You know? Yeah. Because he, he's proved to me he's fantastic. Uh, number three, off Jalen's point, Mike Evans won, um, won, uh, won Johnny Manziel Heisman because other than that, he was just a glorified running back that season. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I, I think this game, I mean, it was, you know, you want to sit there and talk about the score, we want to talk about the comeback, but I think this game, is it, it, it was a weird, a weird one because... You know, football, it's not a one-man sport, but mm-hmm. there were so many individual characters that stood out in it. And it was, it was great storytelling, I'll give them that. But I just, I feel like this Rams and 49ers matchup is awesome. And the two, the two matchups we've gotten were two stories that were in the regular season were complete polar opposites. Mm-hmm. The Bengals beat the tar out of the Chiefs. My AFC North Menaces are still in this playoffs, too. Um, and then you've got San Francisco and the Rams, who that last game they played was yeah. just fantastic. It was, fantastic. Insane. Yeah. It was yeah. insane. And I mean, like, I know we're not doing predictions of today, but, like, yeah. I don't think the 49ers are going to be able to do that again. I think Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay are my favorite bromance in sports. <laughs> yes. Uh, what a couple. Mm-hmm. God bless them. That's all I got. Connor? I mean, Brady
3: and Stafford were fantastic. I mean, their first and second in passing touchdowns during the regular season. It's the fifth time in playoff history that the number one and two had faced each other. I mean, Cooper Cup goes off, has his 12th 100-yard game, ties Michael Irvin. I mean, first team to win a playoff game after losing four more fumbles since Mm -hmm. the 75 Steelers, who (laughs) then won the Super Bowl. I mean, this Rams team is just unreal. I mean, they picked up OBJ, and he had a good game. He had, like, 70 yards receiving. I mean, it, they just look like a Super Bowl-caliber team. I mean, yeah. Stafford goes off. Acres has a couple fumbles, and he lost both. But, I mean, it didn't matter because they already had such a big lead at that point that it didn't matter if the Bucks were going to come back. It wasn't going to be another 28-3 like Tom Brady faced a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. I mean, you could see from the start with Tom Brady that something was off with this team. He goes, it's his first of 47 playoff games. 47 is a lot, by the way. Without a completion through two drives. I mean... He just started off slow, and it was too little, too late. Is it time to hang up the cleats? Like I don't even know. <laughs> he's forty-four. That's he's got to be the he oldest. He said
1: he wants to retire at forty-five. Don't he's still
2: in better shape than me.
1: Fact. <laughs> no and kidding. he and
0: he's gonna want a revenge tour next season. No matter that. That's. I mean, of course, he's gonna stay in Tampa Bay if he does decide to to stay in the league. But we'll see, man. He's the he's the goat. He's the GOAT, yeah.
3: The Rams just look great. I'm, I'm loving seeing the Rams in this mm-hmm. yeah. postseason, especially with the pieces they have now. I don't think Jared Goff leads this team to where they are right now. Absolutely. I think yeah. Matthew Stafford is perfect for this Rams team. They needed an upgrade at quarterback, and it's really paying off.
0: It is. Hutton, your thoughts?
4: So many thoughts. So <laughs> many thoughts. Um, I, I'm I'm a Brady guy. I love Brady. I found myself um, not rooting against the box here, but just – kind of enjoying the game, if that makes sense. I In the past, I would have been, I mean, to be honest with you, again, I, I'm a Michigan guy. I, I've rooted for Brady his entire career. Um, but he he's had his, you know, he's had his. Mm-hmm. And um, I, now I, I will say this, entertaining game, uh, more than anything, that's really all I care about is, that's, again, if, if you're rooting against somebody and you, you don't want them to win. And I don't really have that in this game, but you really just want it to be entertaining. And for the first three quarters, this was all Rams. The Rams absolutely took it to the Bucs. Um, the Bucks were obviously really hurt by Antonio Brown and, and Godwin being out. I mean, it's just very obvious that when you're relying on Gronk and you're relying on Cameron Brait, um, you're relying on Scotty Miller you're probably not going to win a divisional game, you know, but that I think that just shows how great of a leader they have or leaders they have on that team and any team in sports down that many points. Uh, how, how many, how many times do you see that comeback? back? Yeah. You know? And so to me, it's not so much about us. I was just entertained but it was one of those games where I was impressed with the Rams. Obviously, they came out and took it seriously. They're so balanced on offense and defense. Um, obviously, Cooper Cup, in my opinion, is, is the best player in the league right now. He is amazing. Um, but I think what it came down to was one play. Um, fast forward all the way to, to the very end of the game. And again, you can talk about Brady losing, you can talk about uh, Matthew Stafford not doing anything in the fourth quarter until the very last drive, but what I think that it really came down to was third and 10 from the Rams 18, the Bucks had all of the momentum, they had gotten that fourth fumble back, which we haven't talked about yet, So, and, and I'll mention that in just a second, Brady's in the shotgun, he throws a slant to, to Cameron Brake, who gets nine and a half yards. If he gets that tenth yard and he gets the first down, to me the Bucks win the game. Because if they get that first down, they control the clock completely, and they probably run the ball on first down. And you know, chances are with that D line, they're not going to get that that push and get a touchdown. And they may Fournette score the next play. But if any of you have ever played, you know Madden, you know that you and we saw this in the final game. You just can't give good quarterbacks the ball back. Yeah, And Brady knows this better than anybody, right? So I'm sure in the back of his head, I would love to hear in the huddle what they were saying. You've got to get the first down, obviously. That's why I would have done a quarterback sneak with Brady. Because win or lose, you're going to go down with him, right? Worst case scenario, if you get the first down, you still have a minute left. The Bucs control the clock. The chances of them scoring are pretty high, and they don't give the ball back to the Rams. And so to me, that's where the game really turned for me as a fan, because obviously net scores, it's exciting. But if you're a smart sports fan, you're thinking exciting celebration, great comeback. But let's be honest here. The Bucs secondary sucks. Like it's terrible. And so if you, you they're just getting torched the entire game. So you give them, what, 40 seconds left? I'm not saying the game's over, but the chances were pretty high that something was going to happen, even after that first down sack. So overall for me, um, I would say as a sports fan, I was entertained in the fourth quarter. I think the Rams um, are semi-impressive. They're not totally impressive because any team that turns the ball over four times, they have some work to do. Um, But ultimately the Rams were the better team. Tom Brady will not retire. He'll be back next year. We'll have the same conversation probably with Brady advancing to the NFC Championship next year.
0: The four fumbles that you and Connor highlighted was a big storyline with the Rams. Again, it looked kind of like they were self-destructing, and that gives hope to the Niners. Again, don't want to predict anything, but it gives hope to the Niners to where the Niners have played teams where they're not the better team, but they played against Dallas, who beat themselves, Green Bay, who beat themselves. But again, you give the 49ers credit for what they've been able to accomplish. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has proven the doubters wrong. Matthew Stafford, again, in January, he did a sit down interview with the ESPN and he said, look, all I want is a big, is, is a chance to be in a big game in January and have the ball in my hands, whether I'm down, need to tie, I need to, you know, whatever. And he's proven that right. Cooper Cup beating that cover two seam. I think that I think Todd Bowles, he's an excellent coach. I think he deserves a second chance at being a head coach. But I think some of his cover two schemes were a little bit off against the Rams. The Rams, like you guys said, they are just a well-oiled machine on both ends of the ball think they just need to fix the discipline and the poise standpoint because if that happens again against the Niners, I don't think again, they might they might they might bounce. They might go home. And again, they're they two games away or one game away from playing their Super Bowl at their home at their home stadium, at That'd SoFi Stadium in LA. But it was just an awesome game and, and to Brady's credit, Brady didn't play to Brady's level, but he had that banged up O line where he had to throw those quick routes in and, and time and time again. Defense was also banged up. And it just looked like they weren't pressuring Stafford. Like, where was Levante David? Where was Shaq Barrett? They were nowhere to be found. But, again, we they know. Were so good last postseason also. They, they were so good. There. And that pass rush wasn't there. And like you guys said, we know that they're going to be back. We're going to have this conversation again. But, Coy, you got any last points? I
2: don't like how we're talking about the Rams and loving them so much, like, for this moment which is why I 100% have a bad feeling about this weekend for the Rams. So we'll
0: That's something to watch for. Pretense. Something to watch I mean, if for. If
3: they have four fumbles again, I don't know if they go to the Super Bowl. I think we talked mm, about this yeah. when they went
2: to the Super Bowl and met old Tommy V that one time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know, I know. And now to the final game, and this is, man, mm. again, like we said, these are two Goat. teams, the best game. two teams that are, are quarterback-centric the bills being the most but again these are two elite quarterbacks and it's such a shame that one of them had to go in the second round this seemed like a conference championship this seemed like a super bowl yeah and it was just it was just crazy i can't wait to hear you guys' thoughts on it hutton we're going to start with you what did you think about last night's game between the bills and the chiefs
4: well to be honest with you and i think i'm like a lot of america i, I need to break after those first three games, man, I needed a break, and so I I pressed pause on my DVR and uh, I started this game a little late, um, but it allowed me to kind of ease into this game, and and I know that the the uh, the Bills got out to an early lead, and then ultimately, you know, we'll we'll get to the the quarterbacks here in a minute, but um, I I just I will say this. I, I had the Chiefs winning, um, but to me, these, right now, these, and this is easy to say today, but right now, these were the two best teams in the NFL, and um, will we get a better game than this? I don't think so in these playoffs. Um, I think that it's very apparent that both defenses and this sounds weird because it was 42-36 final, but it was really, you know, mid-20s for most of the game. I thought both defenses played pretty well um, until they just started to get tired, right? Yeah. And so, um, obviously, I'll let you guys talk about, you know, Allen and Mahomes, but I I will just say this, that I've watched a lot of divisional round football in my life, and and it is the best weekend of the year, football-wise. You know, you can talk about maybe the SEC Championship weekend, Big Ten Championship in college football. You can talk about, uh, you know, Final Four um, when it comes to college basketball or, you know, the MLB playoffs or, or whatever, uh, NBA Finals. But for whatever reason, the NFL just delivers every year. And this game was no exception. Um, you know, seven touchdowns between the two quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, no interceptions. That's that's a dream, you know. I mean, yeah. that's really a dream for, for, for everybody. I think the thing that sticks out to me the most, though, is um, both Josh Allen and Mahomes led their teams in a rushing. And that is just a credit to them. But it also just shows that these two teams thought, had to think outside the box, right? And I'll let you guys break down the rest of the game here in just a minute. But these are two of probably the best athletes in the NFL. And... I think that gets overlooked sometimes because you just have some guy back there throwing the ball, but these guys can run. These guys make plays happen. I, I never thought that either team should have punted last night because these two guys could pretty much make any play happen. And the one thing that I'll say about the about the uh, the ending was, um, I, I don't understand. Okay, I don't understand. Similar to what we just talked about with Tom Brady and the Bucks, um, if, if you are comfortable giving the, the ball back to Patrick Mahomes, now the Bills had less control than the Bucks did, I think. Yeah. But, but when you score that touchdown with 13 seconds left um, and you see everybody celebrating, I get that, you know? But I mean, having at least two timeouts and again, similar to the Bucks letting the two best players on their team just drive the ball straight down the field, I don't feel sorry for you. You know, I mean, you, if you, you can't just play a prevent defense. And to me, that's the most disappointing part of the game was that you had this celebration similar to the Tampa Bay and in almost the exact same scenario much less time, less time that it took Dak to run and, and slide, right? That they drove the ball 44 yards and kicked a field goal, and so to me, you just have to do the little things. You have to do the little, little things in divisional around football. But what a game! I'll let you guys break it down. But man, what a what an absolute treat to watch this.
0: Connor, before I throw it to you, I want to uh, continue that point that Hutton just said. So in the ending, 13 seconds left, the Bills just scored, and you're thinking, okay, squib, squib kick, right? And but instead they kicked it yes. for the touchback and it's like okay i understand that logic because you want them to start at the 25 rather than you squib it and when you squib it you're taking like at at least 3 sec two, 2 to 3 seconds off the clock so that would have been that would have put Mahomes at 9 or 10 seconds right and they could have started at the at least the 35 or maybe even the 45 but you're taking time off of one of the best players on the planet i didn't really understand i i think you guys uh, are also in agreement they should have squib kicked but I think that just speaks to the kind of questioning of Sean McDermott. But we can get into that in a bit. Connor, what did you think?
3: I mean, it was a fantastic game. I mean, I just saw something on Instagram that said, everyone wants a best-of-seven Super Bowl I know. between the Bills and the Chiefs. <laughs> but, I yes. mean, it's the first game where opposing quarterbacks throw for 300 yards, no interceptions, and both quarterbacks completed 70% of their passes. I mean, it was a quarterback show. Yeah. I mean, both both of those quarterbacks are going to be back i mean it's the new pats and colts i mean we talked about brady and manning for so long Mm -hmm. let's talk about mahomes and allen now i mean it's the new era in the afc i mean both quarterbacks lead their team in rushing second time in a playoff game since 1950 and 25 points in the final two minutes i mean are you kidding me that's a fantastic playoff game i mean the bills are going to be back josh allen played his butt off according to mahomes at the end of that game Yeah. He has 329 yards, four touchdowns, but Gabriel Davis goes off. He went off. off, bro. 209 yards, four touchdowns, and he's only 22. Tough. He's a fourth-round draft pick out of UCF. Tough. Where was Stephon Diggs yesterday? I mean,
1: yeah, he was very is, is it absent. time
3: to trade Stephon Diggs? Is he got Gabriel Davis playing like that? <laughs> and the Bills, for the Bills, I mean, the defense is great. They're very well balanced on both sides. I think if that be, defense just made a couple more plays, they win that game. They had yeah. – Such a big chance to win that game against the Chiefs. And I think at one point it said the Bills had like a 93% chance to win late in the fourth quarter. And then you lose in overtime. But we can talk about overtime rules. First team to score wins. I'm not sure how to feel about that because it seems like the overtime rules in the NFL change all the time. Um, Kelsey was fantastic. Hill was fantastic. Mahomes was great. And he now has the most passing yards in his first 10 playoff starts in NFL history with 25. I mean, that's – that's unreal. I mean, both quarterbacks are going to be back. They've got really bright futures. It's the new Pats and Colts. I mean, Manning and Brady, that's, that's what it is, and that's what we're seeing yeah. right now.
0: I like that. I like that analogy. Um, Coy, what do you think?
2: In a week last week where the Mountain West defeated the SEC, in my eyes, <laughs> Joshua Patrick Allen in the regular season went 11-6 and with 4,407 yards and a 63.3% completion rating. In the playoffs this year, he had 637 yards, 77.4 completion percentage. He was 3-for-3 on fourth downs. Uh, And that yardage is 14% of his regular season yardage. He threw in two playoff games against Bill Belichick's Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs. Tough. And now he's gone for Tears. several months. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't want to watch football anymore. <laughs> However, the game was great. I had no hate towards the Chiefs or Patrick Mahomes. I love everybody on that team. However, I am a Josh Allen fanboy, as y'all all know. Go Pokes. He's, un- no. he's oh. unreal. He's He's fantastic. And the NFL, to me, has become what it needs to become, where it is more about the players than the team, in my eyes. And, and this game proved that. They both went off. I threw my phone about four times <laughs> watching that game. <laughs> I was in a meeting during the game. And, you know, we were talking about very serious stuff. And I'm throwing my phone <laughs> because Patrick Mahomes is go hitting bombs to Tyreek Hill. Like they're playing in the backyard. I know seven on seven. I I genuinely, that game was so good, but I just and this is I Hutton said this and he he has no compassion for how the Bills played that last <laughs> possession. <laughs> However, I just still feel like the wrong team won that game. But that's no hate on Kansas City at all. Hey, I just want I just want to let you know before we throw to Jalen,
0: I feel your pain. I felt it. <laughs> Last week, my Dallas Cowboys. It, and, but you guys do have Josh Allen. We don't, but <clears throat> that's neither here nor there. But,
2: hey, Jalen, <laughs> go for it, I'm not, a, I'm it, not man. a Bills fan. I'm go a Cowboys for it, go fan. For I'm a Josh Allen fan first,
1: though. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. When you have five lead changes in the span of ten minutes, like the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, Bills touchdown, then they get the two-point conversion. It's 29 to 26. Then the Chiefs score... Now it's 33-29. Then the Bills score again with 13 seconds left. It's 36-33. Then the Chiefs tie it as time expired in the fourth quarter. And I said Chiefs got two plays with nine seconds left. They have two plays within them to try to get it into field goal range. And they made that 49-yard field goal. Then the first play of overtime, boom, yeah. touchdown. Yep. And I'm not going to dive into the overtime rules. I feel like people are just in their feelings right now. But I just
3: don't get it. I don't, under, I don't understand the rules, but anyway. Well, I, with
1: ag- the, I agree.
0: With the overtime rules, we can have a, even, we can even have like an hour podcast about the overtime you rules really and could. what they should do. <laughs> I know some people are advocating for the college rules, but again, it you, we have to remember again, we can't really blame the rules. Yeah, The Bills could have played better defense. The Chiefs could have played better defense. It, they could have done better things throughout the duration of the game, Jalen. So
1: yeah, you- and just to finish off, I think everyone said it all. This was one of my favorite games I've ever watched, being an NFL fan. This, that was just magical to watch. That is what we expect when it comes to NFL football. Yeah. and. Again, I think even with Josh Allen, you know, he's been making the playoffs and kind of going deep in the playoffs. And while he hasn't come through, he shows that he knows how to play and that he competes. And then let's just talk about Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like,
0: What is there not to say?
1: I don't want to say he's a goat, but he's a goat. <laughs> And he's only been in the league. If he stays healthy. Exactly. Baby goat, baby goat.
2: Don't you say that. Hunter.
1: He's a baby goat.
2: Oh, no. Oh,
1: <laughs> baby goat. He's. It's heart failure. Which he's not wrong. He's a goat. Travis Kelsey's a goat. They're, they are one of the best duos ever. Mm. Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes are tough. They're they are way I would say Tyreek Hill, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people would probably say Tyreek Hill, but Tyreek he he can be inconsistent at times. Travis Kelsey he's consistent and and he's also clutch. He's given the Chiefs a lot of clutch plays in the playoffs and throughout his career. I think they're arguably the best duo in the NFL. I think you can make an argument for Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams if that will ever be another. Well, I, well I was thinking two.
0: more like, you know, like a Dak and Zeke or, but, you know. That's <laughs> your no that. chance. Can we continue, 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 continue. One, <laughs> one continue. episode without continue. talking about Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott.
1: <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott to the Bills. Um, Yeah, I just think this is a great game, and this was the Super Bowl. I think, as Hutton said, that all the other games won't be this exciting. I hope they are, but this was the peak of excitement and drama in the NFL playoffs that we have seen i think in recent memory oh yeah like there's been obviously so many playoff games but this by far in recent memory was my favorite playoff game to watch and this was that was just a beautiful display of football and it sucks to see the I, bills I, go and I have nothing more to say that was just a beautiful game to watch. it was
0: it was
4: i was just gonna say one thing about you know we have a real tendency the morning after to really say this is the greatest or this guy is the greatest but um number one tom brady is the greatest quarterback of all time right now okay um patrick mahomes has a chance to get there He's six championships away, obviously, but let's put it, in, let's put in the perspective. This guy has now led his team to four consecutive championship games in the AFC. That's pretty amazing. And he's in his mid-20s, okay? So an amazing feat already. Now, the other thing that I was going to say was we were talking about the game, right, itself. The game was amazing in the second half, which it's The NFL is turning into the NBA, which the NBA just, the guys relax until the fourth quarter and then they put on a show, which is awesome, right? You can't really do that in the NFL, but that's kind of what it's turning into, is that just turn into the fourth quarter and you'll get a show. Um, I will say this, the, the other two playoff games that really come to my mind in the last 10 years that are amazing are up to this caliber. Obviously, the, the Brady Falcons, the Patriots Falcons Super Bowl, probably the best playoff game of all time. You probably won't be able to top that one. Um, it's just my mind because that's a Super Bowl, you know. Um, but the second one also had to do with Mahomes and Brady, and that was the AFC Championship three years ago. That was amazing. I mean, uh, it, you go, go back to that was, that was Mahomes versus Brady, really the first playoff time that they had they'd seen each other. And that went to overtime as well in the in the Patriots won, obviously. But um, Mahomes is he has leaned on Kelsey and Hill, and just remember, three years ago they had Kareem Hunt as well. Yeah, I mean, just you, you don't even need him anymore. And the the Chiefs are just the greatest show on turf part two. And so, um, I think Mahomes has every right to say that he is the best player in the NFL. Even though I just said Cooper Cup is, um, it's what have you done for me lately? And that game ended after the Rams game, so I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes and the and the Chiefs' greatest show on turf part two.
1: And Andy and Andy Reid just called Patrick Mahomes the grin, the grim the reaper. Grim reaper. So yeah. now Aaron Rodgers is John Wick, Mahomes is the grim reaper now.
0: And Dak is Superman. Ain't no way. Okay. Ain't <laughs> no way.
1: I ain't no way.
4: Dak is somewhere in the universe.
0: He's <laughs> He'll He'll get he'll get his cape and his identity when we go to he's the like, Super Bowl. He's, he's like Ant-Man or something. He's like
4: kind
0: of part of Sci- the Marvel universe. Ant-Man is very know. underrated.
2: No, he's the science teacher that hasn't been exposed <laughs> to radiation yet.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: One thing that I take away, and this is going to be my final point in this game, is I think I'm a huge NBA fan, and I recognize that the game evolves every – four to five years Mm -hmm. with the three-point shot, with versatile bigs, hybrid big men, things of that nature. I think now we're going to start seeing football. I think football evolves every about six to seven years. You have the scramble quarterbacks. You have the air raid offense, spread offense, five wides, things of that nature. We can go on and on. I think Mahomes and Josh Allen really put the stamp on they're really going to change how defenses blitz because they were blitzing off the edges, off all the A, B, and C gaps, but they were still getting away. It looked like they were playing – We, it was like a Madden game where you have Michael Vick or a scramble quarterback like them, and you just run, run all around the backfield, and you just throw it, and it works. I think they're really going to start to change pressuring defenses. They're, again, evolving the quarterback. And just wait, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and hopefully Dak Prescott can play like them going into next season. But guys, before we end off the show, any final thoughts on this greatest weekend of NFL playoff football?
1: This was, again, just amazing to watch. It's great to see teams, new teams emerging. I think kind of how, how you addressed it in, in the NBA, there's just new teams emerging and being able to compete. And I think we're kind of in a new era of football, I think, with quarterbacks. Yeah. And with duos, I mean you got Burrow and Chase, you got Kelsey and Mahomes, Mahomes and Hell. That's like a big three. Yeah. You know, you got Derek. Yeah, Pringle.
3: Hint- Don't forget Pringle. That is. That is <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's, so a <laughs> that's a very important <laughs> piece. That's a very important piece. Don't forget
1: Pringle. <laughs> you you got um I will say Dak and Zeke to a degree.
0: Thank you. Thank oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: And I just think I'm excited to see where the NFL is going. For sure. Team-wise, I think we're in a league where anything is possible. Anything can happen at this point. And it's just great to see things blossoming and blooming in the NFL. And so I'm excited to see where – I hope this playoffs is even more exciting in the next round. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope the Super Bowl will be exciting, but I love where the NFL is going right now.
2: Go Huskers.
3: I mean, yeah, there's just so many stats from this weekend and so many crazy storylines from every single game. I mean, the number one seed goes down in both conferences. I mean, it's just been really fun to watch. I mean, if even if you're not a big NFL fan and you just watched these games this weekend, you enjoyed it. You loved these games. So, I mean, it, it's just un, unreal how great this weekend was. And I think you're just seeing a lot of new teams emerge. And it's really fun to watch, especially when the big teams go down like they did this weekend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, this is the greatest weekend of playoff history. Just a phenomenal weekend. Thank you guys for, for being here and breaking down all the games. Thank you, Hun for being on the phone. Again, just a crazy, crazy weekend. And our only hope is I think all of our teams are pretty much out. I know we're, we're predicting and we're, we're hoping our brackets are not broken, although the 49ers and, and stuff probably broke all our brackets. But I think we're just going to hope for good football going forward. Can it live to – can the conference championships be off the charts like this past weekend? Can the Super Bowl, which should be – it should be with everyone tuning in in the world. Can that be uh, unreal just like this weekend? We'll find out all about that in our next episode. We're going to be breaking down the conference championships predicting who's going to make the Super Bowl and why the Cowboys should have been there in the first place. No, I'm kidding. The Cowboys That's are tough. done. I'm done, Cowboys. I'm done with the Cowboys. I'm sure done with the Cowboys. Wait wait until the offseason. I think I'm done with the Cowboys. I think I'm done with the Cowboys. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in and have a great day and a great week.